a gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, I'm super excited to share with you that I have brought back my signature course, She Nets Worth, a hairstylist guide to going independent. So if you've been independent for a while and you don't have systems, this course is for you. If you're thinking about going independent and you're not sure if it's what's the right move for you, this course is for you. I know for myself, I wish I had this course. Basically, the first four years I was independent, I struggled because I didn't have the infrastructure or the understanding of the business side of my business. So if this sounds like something you could use some help with, please head over to my website, wavemaking.com, and check out my course. Well, today's episode is one I've been wanting to do for a long time. It is, you've heard me talk about her, and if you don't know who Jenny Khan is, you will now. So Jenny is one of my renters and uh, just a kindred spirit that I connected with um, at an event here in Chicago. And so ever since then, we've been soul sisters, and I've wanted to have her on because I feel like we both have been in the industry for a long time, but we also met kind of at our second rendition. I feel like I'm Lindsay 2.0. She's Jenny 2.0. And so I'm so excited to have her on to talk about her business behind the chair and then another passion project that she's started with her partner that is industry aligned. And it's, I'll let her tell you, but it's allowing hairstyles to have content and just courses and all different things around health and wellness in our industry. So I... Jenny, welcome. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. I'm so happy to be on your show. This has been, um, like you said, a long time coming. And yeah, I think we've got, we've got a lot to cover. Yeah. So when I say like I met you as Jenny 2.0, what I love about our friendship and partnership is that we like met and we don't have any context for how we used to show up. So mm-hmm. like, I just love how you do life and do your career. But I know, like myself, we've talked a lot about it, and a lot of it won't make the show. It's just not PG <laughs> enough. But I feel like we don't arrive at this like enlightened state of, um, I, I want to have like wellness, I want to be healthy, I want to be doing this sustainably, which is a word that I know comes up for mm-hmm. you a lot. So can you take us back to... like? who you were getting into this industry because I think your story is what makes your new project so impactful. Yeah, I, um, I, I want to start off by saying I don't think that I have that crazy of a story. I think it is more relatable than, you know, they don't need to make a movie about me or write a book about me. <laughs> I, I think it is relatable. I think a lot of people go through this and coming from like a dysfunctional household, going into the beauty industry, having to work, you know, two jobs just to get through school and then still carry that over into when I moved on working into the salon, my family needed the money um, and I did what I had to do to get by. And I, just from the overworking and the so many hours and the putting all that stress on my body, uh, I started to fall into these uh, really, really bad habits. Um, 
as far as how I worked behind the chair, how I treated my body inside and outside of work. Um, And I remember thinking just when I was still in cosmetology school and I was assisting at a salon, how the fuck am I going to do this forever? How do people do this forever? I would, you know, when you're an assistant, you're doing blow dry after blow dry. You're sweeping. You're doing towels or the foils cut. Did you check in that appointment? Did you? You're on. You're on top of everything. So my hands would go numb a lot. My legs would. I I I thought at the age of twenty, I had restless restless leg syndrome. That that's not what it was. It was the way I used my body. And I didn't realize that until I started to make improvements and get better, that it was how I treated my body. It wasn't just my body being a lemon. So fast forward moving into now the salon that I worked at for just over 11 years, um, you know, you, you start off behind the chair, they start to give you clients, you get busier and busier and busier as time goes on, you start retain, retaining, you get the referrals and all of a sudden you've got a pretty busy book and you let go of that second job and it's still not enough. You're like, okay, I'm just doing behind the chair stuff. I'm no longer working that second job, but my body's still killing me. And I remember, this was actually an aunt of mine, she said, Jenny, I think there's something wrong with you. I think there's, have you had your thyroid checked? Maybe it's like your lymph nodes and your body's not able to like drain and flush the way it should be. And for a second I ran with that because I'm like, oh my gosh, there might be something wrong with me. Maybe that's why I'm 200 pounds. It couldn't possibly be because I eat like a pig, I drink like a fish, I smoke like a chimney, and I, it, couldn't, it couldn't possibly be because of that, when lo and behold, that's the only reason. Like If you don't take accountability and look at yourself and, and see exactly what your actions are um, that have an effect on you, there's really, I mean, what, what, would, what would make the change happen other than seeing what you're doing wrong first? Yeah, you just kind of, I feel like you said something I loved, even in the beginning. It's like, you really do have all of our stories in a nutshell. Like, regardless of it, I, I'm really into, like, the way that I felt about myself, like, mentally impacted how I showed up physically. And you're talking about, like, how physically impacted how you showed up. Yes. And, like, I love talking about that. I'm like, maybe that's why we love each other. It's yes. Like, I love talking about, like, the mental health component of, like, uh-huh. how much did Jenny love Jenny if she was putting that in her body? Yes. If she was behind the chair like that. And I, I even, you know, I relate to all of it, the drinking, the smoking, yeah. the being out after work and... I think it's it's kind of crazy when you think about how, you know, like we've gotten so much farther down the road that we're like around people that we just think everyone's gotten better. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know that the industry really has. So yes. that's where I love like what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, tell us like a little bit about like, so here you are, you, you, you finally make the connection. You finally take accountability yes. for like, oh wait, like Jenny's making Jenny. Yeah. Sick. There, so 
there was this very pivotal moment in my life that, um, and I'm sure many people can relate to this too. Um, I was married at one point, and while I was still married, I made the decision to quit smoking. I also stopped drinking. And right away, I lost about 15 pounds. And it was because of my, uh, I didn't realize how many calories I was taking in just from beverages, whether it be alcohol, soy lattes, whatever it was. Um, And it uh, inspired me to, hmm, if that's what I got from just minimizing my caloric intake, what can I get by adding movement to that? So I ended up, uh, it happened to be that I started in January, but only because that's just how the timing fell into place. Um, But I ended up starting working out. It was uh, January 2014. And it became my only focal point because what I realized was it... um, I was breaking these mental barriers. It was, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I just pushed that weight. I just added two and a half pounds and I was able to press that or push that or pull it or whatever it was. And if I could do that, what else can I do? And I, and I applied that to every aspect of my life. Wow. So for me, it um, it sounds kind of cheesy. No, not at all. I was like, oh my gosh, there is a huge like aha moment here for me. Because, uh, you know, we don't, we don't understand the the physical David said, and David's my boyfriend. And he, he says this a lot. Physical pain is just, it's physical pain. It's all, it's all relative. Well, and also they say that there's really no difference. I'd love to get David to coming on yeah. this, between mental pain and physical pain. Like, mm. There really is no difference Like <clears throat> to the point of like, if you're hurting inside, it's not different than like lifting up a weight. Yes. It's like, it all can... Maybe of, that's why it, it's used as a distraction for some people or like a, relief, like a stress relief. Oh, I was going to say that's what it was <clears throat> for me. Like yeah. the whole time you're saying I cut out beverages, I'm like, oh no, I was running marathons, drinking a six pack after... <laughs> So we have very different roads that intertwined. And um, I guess what my biggest takeaway is, you can't have one without the other um, and be like a fully functioning human being. Um, But that's so interesting. Like I love that idea of like, if I can, like I always say like tiny little promises you keep to yourself. And it's like, I feel like you being like, I can do this and, yeah. pr- and proving it to yourself. It's like you just start, like, I feel like as hairstylists, we like lose all this trust with ourselves because we get so, our like default way of connecting with people is accommodate, accommodate, accommodate that you slowly lose yourself. And so I feel like the way you find yourself again is to like keep little promises. Yes, absolutely. And um, one of my biggest things, and I think one of the, uh, uh, one of the things that I, am able to do, it uh, makes me feel good to be able to say this out loud um, because it's something positive. <clears throat> I celebrate little victories. And I think that's where the success comes in is when you're able to celebrate the little victories. It's all, I feel like that's the meat and potatoes of the journey. It's not the end game because what, what is the end game? You, you don't even know 
you know, you think it's going to be one thing, you get there and you're like, I'm still not where I want to be because I can always do better. Yeah. So, so what's an example of you doing that? Because I love that. Okay. So one of them was, uh, it, I make it sound like it's very, very fucking easy, but leaving my ex-husband was, uh, was a, a little victory for me, a big victory, but a little victory for me because um, I I feel like the reason I even got into it was because I was so scared to not do it, even though I knew it wasn't right. So the fact that I was able to just bite the bullet, do what I needed to do, be very honest with myself, be very honest with him, put an end to it, and move on with my life, that was that was a victory. It was it wasn't the actual action of leaving. It was everything it took to get up to that point and following through and pushing through after. So all those things that I did were little victories that kept me going on to the next hurdle, saying, I just did that, I can do this. There was this is actually, you know how they have like the, the 30 days build a booty challenge or whatever. They yeah, do yeah. Well, one of the that things, what you did because I want <laughs> that one. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. But what I did do when I first started exercising, um, because I I thought it was very important to um, uh, build a, a relationship with um, brick by brick. Yeah, you know, and be able to apply that into every aspect of my life. So there was this, um, it was a 30-day plank challenge. And they started with um, 20 seconds. It was three days, 20 seconds of planks, then 30 seconds, then 40 seconds, and so on and so forth. And it went up to, I want to say it went up to five-minute planks. Now, I couldn't get past the three-minute mark, but what the fuck? I was able to do three-minute planks. And when I look at what I started with and I look at what I got up to, I just, it's things like that that makes you feel like, what else can I fucking do? Yeah. There's so much that I can do. It's just brick by brick, you know? So... I love that because even when you think about like, okay, you see someone's salon or you see someone's body, you see like this external like look of something where you're like, I want that. But do you want to get up every day and brick by brick make that body? Do you want to get up every day and like build the kind of clientele that supports the kind of business that you're admiring? Like, I I love that because I'm like, maybe that's like the whole, like anyone who's really, really truly successful is is falling in love with the process of getting like what they have. Absolutely. And I found the same thing to be true for my life. Like I remember being excited for trips, but then like anxious for them to be over. <laughs> or, oh yeah. Like wanting wanting to go like being like, oh man, I'm so excited to just like be with my family at the holidays, but then being like, is are the holidays over? Yeah. And not being able to like actually ever be anywhere I was at because it's like you're chasing the external. You're not actually brick by brick laying the relationship mm-hmm. foundation or allowing yourself the space and time or thinking you're deserving of that vacation. So you just talk to people like, yeah, I'm going to Costa Rica. I'll be there three and a half days. It's like, that's a pretty long flight to go yeah. for that amount of time. So when you start to think about like, were you ever really anywhere you were? Yeah. And you know, it's uh, Lindsay's word for the year is present. Yeah. So it's it's funny that that was something that you struggled with and that's something that you're really um, focusing on this year 
It is important. Life just will pass you by. And you're so worried about, um, am I there yet? Where am I going next? That you're not even focused on where you are right now. Yeah, and checking the box. Like, went there, did that, done. Yes, checking the box. Exactly, exactly. As opposed to being like, well, what if you like went on one last trip and the one you went on, you were actually able to be there and you put your phone down or you got an alarm clock for your room. Long story, the alarm went off the minute the baby went to sleep last night at 12.30. It was like, 12.35, ning, ning. I'm like, am I in the twilight zone? I'm trying to simplify my life. This son of a bitch is waking me up now. Um, but yeah, no, I love that. And like you said, like brick by brick, it's like, okay, get your phone out of your room. Mm-hmm. Get your, like, I love that. So when you think about like your life behind the chair today versus like, how it was before you became just like aware even yeah. of the fact that what you were doing wasn't healthy because I don't think I, everyone around me was doing it. So to think that I was not living like a sustainable life, like I feel like it sounds like you had a clue about that. Me, not not even an ounce of me yeah. thought that. It was like, this is what you do when you're successful. Yeah. And if I get tired, it's because I'm just not, I'm not hardcore enough. So what does it look like for you today to show up with this new mindset? I, um, one of the things that I learned from the most was not by seeing people doing things the right way. It, I learned what not to do. That was where I, I learned the most. Um, the places I was at, um, seeing things that I didn't like, and I'm like, put that on my fucking list. Do not do that because I don't like the direction it's going in. I don't like the outcome, whatever it is. So there were many things that uh, the salon I worked in previously, um, and I'm so grateful I was there for so many reasons. The things I le- that I learned, that I liked, and that I didn't like. But the older generation, because we were kind of split up in two groups. It was new school, old true. school. Yeah. And when I looked at the old school, I learned the the fundamentals of hairstyling from them. And I am so grateful for that. The nice, classic, because you can't break a rule unless you know the rule. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I just, I th- I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like the outcome. Now they're in their 50s, in their 60s. Um, one of my posts is, oh, you're too young to complain about that. And I'm like, well, you kind of are too. You're also yeah. too young to complain about that. I, I see the way that they would stand, the way that they would position themselves, the way that they would just work in general. And only one of them... Uh, only one of the stylists I worked with made it a point to take a lunch break. It didn't matter if somebody was like, please fit me in. She was like, fuck you. Not literally, but I'm taking my lunch break. This is my 45. And it wasn't a 30 minute. It was a 45 minute lunch break. And I'm like, I want that. I don't want what he's doing. I'm going to take a little bit of what she's doing leave behind that but you know and just keep these all in my mind so that when I move on I can implement it exactly the way I want it to be now fast forward I go independent 
the first salon I went independent because you're my second one and I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Um, And I ended up cutting down to three days a week because I I had a neck injury. I herniated my C5 and 6 and that was a big wake-up call for me because now I'm down from 200 pounds to, thanks to David, uh, 135, right? And I... um, Oh, yeah, I totally jumped. Oh, actually, no, I didn't. Holy cow. Because when I changed salons, many things changed for me. Um, It was April 2018. I switched salons. David and I moved in together. I'm so grateful I met him. Well, also, we should tell them that he's a trainer. He is. He's a personal trainer. Thanks to David. It's like, well, let's give him a little context. It's like, I'll meet the right man and get skinny. Yes. No, no, no. Absolutely. (laughs) Unless it's a very unhealthy relationship, right? (laughs) I've done that too. Yes, been there, done that. Next. Um, So I met David in 2016, and it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. And I was still at my commission salon when I was there, and he um, did such a great job uh, restoring my faith in myself. And I shouldn't even say restoring because I don't. It wasn't even there to begin with. Um, He just did a great job bringing certain things to light and um, uh, making sure that I saw that I was the one that was in control of the changes that I made and I was the one that um, put in the work and I was the one that uh, put certain uh, wheels into motion. So did he tell you this stuff or did it just, was it just like some things were by actions because he's, He's, um, it doesn't sound like the kind of guy who just would be like crazy pumping you up all the time. It's just I feel like it sounds like it might have been just in how he showed up around you. Yeah, and some things were like that, and because I do a lot of reflecting, and I'd I'd go home and I'd be like, wow, wow, he, wow, just by what he would do, or the way he would say something to me, um, and some things he's he's a very forward human being. God, I can't wait to meet him. Oh, I can't wait. So shortly after we met, he said, do you mind if I design a program for you? I don't want to overstep if it's something, you know, I don't want you to feel like there's something that you need to change, but I recognize that you're on this path of improvement and I'd I'd love to help. So in the beginning, you know, because I don't like to take, I didn't. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Be for anyone to be inconvenienced or go out of their way for me at all. Yes. And then I realized that he wanted to give me this gift. And um, who am I to turn down a gift that somebody wants to give me? So he must have saw something in me where he felt like it wasn't going to be a waste of his time. And I'm grateful for that too. So he wrote my program. It was a, you know... um, the nutrition part was focused on counting my macros. I learned how to do that, and I'm so grateful for that, too. It's a great tool to have. And he wrote out my workout program where I could go to the gym, do my own thing, um, based on what he told me to do. So I dropped another 25 pounds from that, but what also happened was he wrote a program based on my physical um the, the place I was at physically at that time. So my um, 
postural imbalances, muscular imbalances, he was able to correct through the movements he gave me. Um, And quickly I recognized how it affected me behind the chair. So instead of hunching over now, I've got my back muscles that are stronger. I strengthened my core. I strengthened my chest, um, which made a difference of the way I held my body up behind the chair. I didn't reach forward as much. I brought my clients back to me. I was able to keep my body in line and my chest up. Um, and when I was at the shampoo bowl, I'm like, oh, wow, he gives me like... Uh, a Romanian deadlift, an RDL. I can kind of mimic that movement and throw my hips back. Instead of curling my back down, I can bring my hips back and keep my upper body more straight at the shampoo bowl. So much more consciousness <clears throat> exactly. to all of your movements. And I know from getting my hair cut with you, there's a confidence to how you like hold yourself that like you will move my head in a way that I feel like I don't know. I feel like there is this like mind body like confidence that comes from like, you know, there's that power stance or like holding yourself Mm -hmm. in a certain way. Cause there's a lot of people that are too afraid to grab their client's head and move it to what would work for them. And like, I've watched you do it. And it's like, it's crazy because I'm like, I feel so put at ease. She knows what she's doing and she's doing what she needs to do. Yeah. And it's funny just like how it makes you feel as a client to have someone doing your hair like, that is moving in the way that you do. Yeah, and you know what? To circle back to what I was saying before, because you saw me not as the finished product, but in a completely different place of where I first started. So um, it's like when we look at somebody, we're like, wow, they've really got it all together. But me recognizing that early on, like shortly after I started training with David, um, that was my brick by brick moment. That was my little victory that I'm like, wow, what I'm doing is paying off. And I'm seeing how if I keep going, how much better I can be. There's one brick. So you keep going. And now I'm slowly after that, I'm starting to see a little bit of the weight shed off. I'm starting to see the um, work that I'm putting in at the gym it's showing on my body. And this isn't about physical appearance, but it was a big thing for me to appreciate my body at every stage. I, I can say that I was never, um, which I'm actually surprised about, I was never uh, down on myself and saying, oh, God, I'm never going to get there. Why do I still look like this? I'm putting in all this work and I'm still not where I should be. And, uh, you know, looking at all these people on Pinterest or Instagram and I just, why don't I look like that yet? Well, but you look like this and you're better than you were a month ago, six months ago. There's so many improvements that aren't physical that are just as important that have changed and that have improved. And that's what keeps you going. Yeah, and I feel like when I think of you, I don't think of like what, I know you're in great shape, but like I think of like who someone's meant to be. Like when I see you like like in a picture of you yesterday versus like today, like before we met, I'm like, Jenny is who she's, like you look more like yourself than yeah. Like you're who you were designed to be. Yes. Less about like, oh, Jenny's skinny now. Yes. Or like, it's like, no, like you look like 
your like mind body connection of like who you came here to be. Like you spent the first whatever 30 years or whatever it was like doing it, like having all your conditioning and all those things that like, and then you'd like, just like shed all of the limiting beliefs, all of the traumas. And then like, I feel like this is who you are here to be. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, um, the shedding part is a great way to put it because it's, it's like, uh, peeling back the layers of an onion or like, you know, lizards shed their skin. It's that's why I think the physical stuff is so important and so under, is it a lizard or snake? Maybe they both do. That's fine. Any reptile I think we go with. I don't know. But like, I don't know. I think that that's something that's so underrated because like, like the physical movement is just such a representation of like, like, yeah, like the shedding. It's like you losing that weight was like you letting go of like, I saw this thing. It was a podcast. He said, when I see someone who's really overweight, I don't see a heavy person. I see someone who's broken a million little promises to themselves. Yes. Oh my goodness. so what you're saying about brick by brick. So it's like, I think that changed how I looked at a lot of things. And I thought, wow, like, and it made me think of like, that person thinks that that's all they deserve or they don't think they're worthy of taking the time or they don't think that like, they do like they don't think that they're worthy of like telling their client to sit back because then well then they'd have to inconvenience someone but like if you could stand more confidently and do this a lot longer and I don't know I just think that's really interesting I think it's kind of like full circle of what you were saying and I I know that our industry we're so focused on the wellness and like the beauty in other people that I feel mm-hmm. like we have to f- remind ourselves to turn around and shine that back on yeah, ourselves. Absolutely. So you work three days a week. That's amazing. Yeah. If it wasn't for my um, neck injury, now my neck injury wasn't um, related to working out. Um, I don't think it was related to working even. Um, it makes me feel kind of stupid saying this out loud, but I had a, it was a fairly new mattress, um, but it was very, very broken down. And we spent a lot of money on it. And, uh, but it was kind of like sleeping in a hammock position all night. So we were waiting for our new mattress to come in. I was kind of just like up to here with this. And I said, you know what? I'm sleeping on the couch. I, I can't, not one more night. So I had a pillow behind my head and it was like, I guess it slid up in the middle of the night and I was with my head pushed forward sleeping all night in that same position and I woke up and I couldn't move. I was screaming. Oh my God. David rushes me to the emergency room and I herniated my C5, C6 and that I thought that was going to be, I thought that was going to be it for me. I actually, when I... I was out of my fucking mind. We'll just put it that way. I was out of my fucking mind screaming. I didn't know what to do with my my right arm. I couldn't lower it. It had to stay above my head. Don't ask me how I only missed one day of work. This happened on a Sunday. And well, that's a hairstylist for you. Yes, like the most right? traumatic day of my life. The next day I was like, what do you want to do with your hair? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Yes. I, uh, my whole life's blown up to smithereens, yep. but I want you to feel great. Yes. And I Absolutely. want to distract myself a little bit longer. Absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did you miss one day of work? Like So it happened to be um and I have no recollection of any of this just because of the um amount of pain that I was in. Nerve pain is a completely 
different type of pain. I've never experienced anything like this. So I don't remember much of it. Um, but from what David tells me, he made the appointment. He made all the appointments for me. He made it for a Wednesday just a few days after at Northwestern. And I went to go see the neurologist. I don't remember much of that either, but that was on the day that I was working, and that was the only day that I missed. And then they gave me my medications. So that's how I was able to continue working. But the reason I went down from four days to three days is because uh, one of my PT days landed on a work day. So I had to go downtown. I couldn't drive. I could only lay down in cars. It was standing. Yeah. I was only Ubering, and I had to lay down in the back of a fucking Uber to get to work. I'm just picturing it was, this. It like, was insane. Sir, I'm going to be reclined. You should have uh. seen me getting in and out of the Ubers because I couldn't sit. Sitting was impossible for me. I could only stand or lay. Um, the, the only reason I was able to work is because my arms were still up when I was working. Because um, I, could I couldn't even hold my purse in my right arm because it would put weight on it. So this also affected how I went, uh, like I couldn't work out. Um, my PT wasn't very effective. They did not, they did not know what to do with me. Um, here I was downtown at the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab. Um, it is known not just nationally, internationally. The most severe cases go there. And they didn't know what to do with me. They didn't understand um, uh, how to load the muscle, how to... They just didn't fucking know. And after eight, I went there for eight eight sessions, and David was kind of like, all right, I'm taking over. I am i can't watch this anymore. We need to get you back. This is... Like we're wasting time. It's not sustainable for you to be... No, reclined. this is a waste of time. Yeah. And mind you, I was on muscle relaxers. I was on... Um, Norco, I was on uh, gabapentin, um, and high as a kite working, I felt like fucking Picasso. You should have seen me behind the chair. I'm like, oh, honey, don't worry about it. You want it, you got it. The juices were flowing. (laughs) Now I understand why the most brilliant artists were on some shit. Everyone was taking something. Oh my God, that's I, amazing. None of them were sober. You should have seen me. That's amazing. You should have seen me. You should have seen me. Oh. And you everyone's know, I, like, Jenny, how are you working? I'm like, huh. I was known to shotgun a beer and come down in the food. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who, who was coming to my chair that I needed that little zing zing. Oh, but God. I'm like, this is hair in the 80s. This yeah. is 80s hair. That's what I was doing, minus the 80s hair. But You're like, business was never better. Yeah. It was booming. <laughs> line out the door. Oh, gosh. David would just come and get you on a dolly. Oh, and just David. like He would just kind of just take, cart you out for a laying down position. Like, yeah. I'll have her back tomorrow. Yeah. Same shit another day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thank God he took over. I don't I honestly don't know what I would have done without him, Lindsay. I do not know. He created a program for me for when I woke up in the morning. I had to do very specific movements on my breaks at work. I had to do very specific movements just to keep it in motion and um he calls it progressive loading. Um so you you work up a little bit at a time until you're 
I know what you're talking about because at physical therapy, like as a hairstylist with your arms up all day, because I've done physical therapy a number of times myself, and they'll be like, okay, are you, do you feel that muscle engaging? It's like, no, I don't fucking feel that muscle engaging. Mm-hmm. It is so weak mm-hmm. and everything around it ha- is tensed up and overly functioning. Yes. So, I mean, I don't have the understanding of it like you do, but yeah. I do know that like, it's not really, it hasn't been that effective for me because I'm like, I don't know. I think I feel it. Like that is a clear indicator that you're not yes. feeling it. And yes. like when you're doing what we do with a repetitive motion and, and, and just like the muscles that are supposed to be just like balanced are really gung ho. Mm-hmm. Like I know like our scapulas and stuff like they, I, I mean, yeah. I, they work, yeah. they overwork when other muscles should be strong and strengthened and able to function. So I think that that is so Amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about like what you're doing now with Industry Align? Because like you've been coming out of the woodwork recently with these posts. Yeah. And I'm just like, there she is. There she is. Yes. I um and you know it took me a second to you and I talked about this a lot. It took me a second to even start posting. And not because I was looking for the perfect moment or the perfect posts or the but um I don't know, my belly talks to me and I'm like, okay, today's the day, boom. So all this leads up to Industry Aligned, and Industry Aligned is the new company that came up out of all of this. So when I first met David, I'm like, David, the industry fucking needs you. Do you know how different I am behind the chair? So I felt like I met him for a few different reasons. My heart needed him, Mm -hmm. and my body needed him, and the industry needs him. And... I I don't even I honestly I don't even know what to say. I when we shut down back in um March I looked at him and I because I came up with the name a couple of years back. I'm like industry aligned. And he's like, "Yeah, that's I like that. That's pretty good. It's vague. It can go off into different areas, but we can keep it within your beauty community." So fast forward, we shut down, and I'm like, David, we need to start posting. Give me movements. Give me whatever it is. Give me different workouts to do. And every single day, I would post something different that I was doing in our little two-bedroom apartment. And it led up to us working with uh, my good friend, Mikey. He's with um, Voosh marketing, digital marketing. And he um, created a logo for us. And David worked on creating a program that we're really excited to um, release. And we actually, thank you, we were able to record them here. When did we do that? Beginning of December, I think. She didn't want me to be a model because I... I (laughs) Four weeks postpartum. I'm just kidding. She offered, and I was like, "That's really sweet what you're trying to do here." But you don't, you don't want me in a video shoot. Um, I was really grateful too because I had five um, models, and they weren't just uh, you know runway models, even though they are my runway models. They um, they are in the industry. They work in the industry. They're very active, and for me, it was important for everyone to see real people doing these movements because by now people know I work out. People know that these are things that I apply to my day-to-day life. Um, I want it to be realistic. I want people to know that these are 
all shapes and sizes can do this. It's not just uh, all the fitspos, the fit fam Instagrammers that can do these movements. Um, and it's um, very introductory as well. You know, um, David's very conscious of the buildup. He um, understands that you need to start somewhere and build up, just like my progressive loading. He's like, why are people making you do a push-up when you can't even hold your purse? So, so is that what I was just saying about when people are like, do you feel that? They've pushed yes. you fa- past where you like needed to originally start. Because yeah. I, I definitely, that really speaks to me because every time I've done physical therapy, yeah. they're like, all right, you should be feeling that there. And you're like, can you touch my back one more time? Yeah. <laughs> tell, me, tell me where that is again. Yeah, and the, the, the reason I think that David and I work well, so well together is because I understand the, um, the areas that need improvement, and he understands exactly how to fix those areas. And it's the combination of the two. One can't work without the other. So I tell him what the problem is, and he goes, thanks, I know how to fix it. So his, um, his protocol is very intentional. It's... Uh, it may may not it may not make sense to us by looking at it the second he opens his mouth the ability he has to cue somebody and the the vocabulary he uses you can with your eyes closed you understand exactly what to do it makes so much sense so I feel like this is more me, you know, he says, you're the face of the company, but I say, you're the meat and potatoes of the company, because without him, there is no solution. Right. So I'm, uh, I'm really, I'm really excited to have this um, slowly develop into something that I, I don't think it's going to be an overnight success, nor do I want that to be, because I also want it to be, keyword here, sustainable. I feel like that's all I've been working towards is a sustainable lifestyle, a sustainable career. And if I'm going to be adding this onto one of my um, to-do lists, uh, I need this to also be sustainable. I need it to be slowly built. I also want people to um, kind of jump on this train at their own pace, you know, and... I, I think I think it's going to be groundbreaking. I really do. I really think this is going to be groundbreaking. It's going to be something we can do while we're at the salon, these exercises. It's going to be something that, you know, if you're home and you need to do a quick fix, it's something that you can do. If you need to step aside from your client for a second, you know, refer back to these movements. If you've got a kink in your neck, if your hip's bothering you, you need to do a little bit of footwork, whatever it is. It just sounds so like lifestyle oriented. Yes. Like it's like, oh, we're not trying to give you a gimmick or a quick fix or, hey, g- grab that medicine ball and bounce on it twice yeah. and your back's going to be better than ever. It's like, no, like just like implementing these little yes. things into your day. I don't know. I just think that like any time my life's gotten better, it's because of small calculated changes yeah and it's like something as simple as just like drinking water during the day or not working past seven or not working past six or not working Saturdays like they all sound like big changes but done slowly 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 absolutely so where can people follow you and where can people like tune in to kind of say like okay I want I want what you're you're putting down yeah so um my uh business page uh for industry aligned is just at industry aligned and I'll be posting more um, 
really um, things to... I'll be posting more video demonstrations that's soon to come by next week. And I'm also posting things just to raise a little bit more awareness. So besides uh, raising awareness, we also want to provide solutions. And you'll also get a heads you're up. you're making of, people aware of it now. And then yeah, you're going to hit them with the... Hit them with the program. Yeah. Because that's, that's where the solution comes in. You know, the first um, phase of this program is going to be uh, very introductory. Like I said earlier, you're not going to need the bands. You're not going to need the lacrosse ball. You're not going to need um, the foam roller or mat or anything. You just need to move your body and show up. That's it. That's all you need to do. There really is no excuse when somebody says, I have no time. It's not about not having time. It's about how you use the time that you have. And it's kind of like how you talk about on your podcast, like, I just don't have the money. I don't have the money. You do have the money. You do. It's just how you decide to spend it. So we have the time. Um, How do we want to use it? Do we want to use it to fix ourselves to create that sustainable career? Because talking and doing are two completely different things. So what we're going to do is... We can all tell a story as hairstylists. Yes, we absolutely can. What David and I are going to do is um, give you a tool, because that's what it is. It's a tool to um, really create the more sustainable career so that you don't have an excuse to say, I can't do this forever because my body can't handle it. This is taking that out of it completely. Completely out of the equation. And what uh, what you can't say moving forward is you don't have the tools. Because we they're, have it here right, for you. because they're out there. Yeah. We have it here for you. And oh, Jenny, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, me too. And you know what? I'm, I'm excited for everybody. This is an area that has completely been lacking in the industry. And I'm glad, you know, for things that you're doing um, with the business end of it, creating it more sustainable and not just pushing it to another level physically. And this isn't about, um, you know, our outward appearance. It's, uh, it's about, um, you know, I was 200 pounds. I didn't hate myself at 200 pounds. I really, I mean, I don't know if I should have, but I didn't, I loved all of me. But if you think about how tiny the bones in your feet are, how dare I say I love myself? And in the same breath, I'm allowing myself to walk around making my feet carry all that weight. Yeah, so That's it, not showing myself right, love. Right, that's what I say. So if it wasn't that you didn't love yourself, what was it? Was it just an arrogance or just an ignorance? Or what do you think it was? Um, I think it was many things. I'm into calling a spade a spade. I was um, lazy. I didn't allow for time. I uh, had other priorities that were much easier to do than to take care of myself. And it's in the moment more satisfying to order the pizza, uh, go out for a drinks and a meal with my friends, and it's instant satisfaction. Well, and doing hair, right? Like And doing like hair. Like, I'll just stand up for two extra hours and do this one more person. Exactly. Like, I, I'm really into saying, like, well, what, did, what, did, what need did it meet for you? Yeah. Because if I look back at my career, it's easy to be like, wow, she was run ragged, but, like, she ran herself ragged. Yes, no and one did it. Like, no, like, what was, what was, what needs was it meeting in my life? Mm-hmm. And so I was just, I was really curious when yeah. you said, like... Even things like, fuck the lunch break, I'll have a cigarette and drink my coffee and that'll, that'll suffice. I, I, that's all I need. 
Oh my God. I think that. And I know you guys hear me on that one. Well, yeah, I feel like that's a whole other episode. It's like, me have a need? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, if you guys missed her face on that one. <laughs> it was like a, like a bunny rabbit. Yes. Um, well, Jenny, thank you for joining me. I've, had, I've wanted to talk to you about this. And like when you talk about Industry Aligned, it's like you light up. And I can't wait to see like where it goes. Because yes. I already have 16 ideas just from the episode. Yes. It's not my business. It's yours <laughs> and David's. Yeah. Thank you for your encouragement yeah. and your support on this always. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. And to everyone listening, thank you for listening.